Hello and welcome back to the Halloween 365 podcast. It's the only podcast where it's horror 24 7 and Halloween 365. How are you doing? Mmm, doing well, doing well. Uh, if you, this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'm your host, Justin, joined by Jeremy. Chad's usually here, but he is not today. And this week. We are talking about holidays that you should celebrate to replace the other boring holidays that you celebrate every year. So tune in, give a listen, and we're going to dive deep into alternative holidays. Some spooky, some not. But uh, if you want to keep it completely Halloween-themed all year long, then I've got a list where we can fit a few of those in there. Um... We are inching closer to halfway to Halloween, which should be a holiday in itself. Tell you what, we we have to have something big planned for that one. I say we make a grand old day out of it. Why not? That's, that'll be the Halloween three six five holiday right there. Halfway to Halloween. Well, the thing uh, the thing about the halfway to Halloween holiday is <clears throat> it's not necessarily a specific day. Like it's a stretch. Like of three days or something like that, because depending on how the calendar is, it could be. It's like Hanukkah. Somewhere in there. Kinda Hanukkah-ish. It's like Hanukkah and Thanksgiving. Like Hanukkah. It's not like Hanukkah at all. <laughs> Hanukkah from hell? No, 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 no. Well, uh, Hanukkah in the sense it's got multiple days, and then it's like you know, uh, kind of like Easter in the sense that well, no, Easter's always on a Sunday. Mm, like Halloween, mm. in the sense that you don't know what day it's on. It's going to be a different day each year. But I'm Hanukkah. still not seeing the connection. But regardless, okay. if you are tired of Valentine's Day, if you're tired of, I don't know, Groundhog's Day, uh, Arbor Day, St. Patrick's Day, I know it's going to be a hard bargain for me to argue St. Patrick's Day to get out of here because there's too many people out there that want to get drunk. Uh, so I'm going to have to... Talk especially keen to try to get rid of good old uh, St. Patrick's Day. Um, but the good thing about that is there are some scary aspects a little to each of some of the holidays that people know about. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So we, yeah. So that's that's Jeremy's counter argument when we get to this topic is that there are some creepy aspects that you could just dive deeper into the holidays and look into more that are more terrifying than just a leprechaun chasing horseshoes, clovers, and blue moons. Pots of goldish rainbows. (laughs) (laughs) Shawnee red balloons. Uh, Well, before we get to that, I want to know if we've got any freaking news because we're in a stalemate. We're still in January. Halloween is not that far behind us. And uh, I'm kind of wanting to know if we've got any news. We don't have a whole lot of news today, but we do have some news. Uh, something that I think we forgot to mention on the last episode um, was Wednesday, the series, has been renewed for a second season. Um, I, that is, you know, I'm a huge Adams Family fan, but I'm yet to watch Wednesday. Um, 
I know my girl's in it. Chad's girl's in it. And Christina Ritchie. So I'll get there. I'll get there. But it is renewed for a second season. Not watched it. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I know we're slacking. But something I have watched. And it's getting renewed for a third season. That's right. You heard me correctly. It is Chucky confirmed for the fall of 2023. So they must have been let known ahead of time. Hey, guess what? We like it. We want a third season because if it's already coming to fall of 2023, they've either started uh, recording already or they're going to be moving quick throughout the summer. And this is on USA, right? The Chucky series? It's USA and Sci-Fi. It's both. Oh, Sci-Fi finally has a hit, huh? Besides Stargate Galactica. (laughs) It's it's been rough for Sci-Fi, but you know what, man? This is a damn good series. I really wish you would jump into it already. Um, I love it. It's just amazing. We'll see. So, Kevin Williamson and Adrian King join um, Friday the 13th prequel series. Crystal oh, Lake. yeah. We need to dive a little bit deeper into this prequel series. I've got a lot of questions on what exactly is going to be. I don't understand what the prequel is. Was Jason's mother, like, a? did she kill people in in high school for fun? Or, like, shits and gigs and... I don't get it. So I don't understand. From everything that I'm seeing here in front of me, it doesn't really give us too much on what it's going to be about. Uh, it says mm-hmm. they officially st- um, start writing. And, oh, so they haven't even wrote it. So they're officially start writing oh. in two weeks. Then two why weeks. call it even a fucking prequel if you don't have an idea? I mean, I guess they've got some sort of idea. But, geez, come on. It didn't yeah, need I mean, what was the need of a prequel. Uh, yeah, I guess you got a point there. Um, well, I mean, go, I, that's something that we're going to figure out. I'm um, going to go into it so, trying to watch it because it's my boy, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't have high hopes about this one. I will check it out just because I don't want to be a hater on the Jason series much longer, especially now that they're trying to get away from the... Um, campiness of it like how, how it used to, you know it used to be just i was watching on friday the 13th here recently i was watching some of the movies and it's like they almost it's almost the same thing every movie it's like the same kind of chemical mixture with every movie you know there's one person who's just walking along through the movie which is normally the main character that doesn't realize everybody's dying around him until the very end, and then she all of a sudden finds everybody's body all at once, and there's Jason. <laughs> it's like, come on, give us a little something different. Well, they can't do that with the series, right? Like, they're going to have to be more creative since it's an actual well, series. If it's going to be a prequel, are we going to... So, there's so many questions, like you said. It's a prequel see... series, not a movie. Yeah, exactly. So, are we going to see Jason die and Miss Voorhees? freak out or would that be the end maybe... of the series mm. like that's well, the very last episode so what it's just going to be showing jason exactly childhood? that's my point ah. what other prequel could there freaking be yeah this doesn't make sense the first movie covered it yeah yeah unless you're going to show uh yeah yeah well what are you going to do Oh, I'm, there's so many questions. Yeah. You know what? You know who's and, best to answer these questions? Well, go ahead. I was just going to say, now you're going to have a, if it is the mom, because it's a Friday the 13th prequel, so it's got to be something. 
So if it's the mom, right. then that means the entire time Jason's not dead. He's a little boy. And so we're going to have this sloth looking little kid running around this prequel TV show <laughs> for like three fucking seasons running around going, mom! Like, <laughs> hey, come uh, on, people. If you watched the first movie, you've seen how he looked coming out of the water. Oh, and so he come out of the water? Don't, the water? Yeah, don't come at us. So... That's what I'm wondering, too. But you know what? They've done a prequel to Psycho, Bates Motel. Fantastic series. Anybody who hasn't watched it, go watch it. It shows how Norman Bates is crazy. So I wonder if it shows how attached Jason is. Maybe he is a little crazy and he does some like kind of fucked up shit as a kid. I don't, I don't know. There's so many questions. Mm. And the, the perfect people to answer that. Are you fans listening? Let us know in the comments below what you think. Mm. Um, the Last of Us... The TV show, which comes from the game, the PlayStation game, is got a 4.8 out of 5 stars on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it says, finally, you know, there's people comment and say, a video game adaptation worthy of seeing. It says it stays really close to the game. Um, I've not heard one bad thing about this. And this is, I consider this in horror news just because it is a zombie-based game slash movie or, or series it's the highest rated series on imdb yeah so i mean and yeah imdb gives it a 9.5 out of 10 ign gives it a 9 out of 10 rotten tomatoes 99 percent the um, i mean it's the, just the directors were asked uh what what their plans were with it and how far did they want to go and he said that he didn't understand the question and he said there's only two games he said he's not. Why would he take it any further than that? He said he's not going to fail like Game of Thrones did. Good, good. And but you know what? Somebody in Hollywood's going to try to grab that and fix it. And yeah, so no, I mean, there's hope. no. So the second game leaves no loose ends at all. So there's no extension. To, there should be no extension. There's no way that you could, unless you just you know, pick a whole new character in that world and walk and get it. Yeah, they'll, they'll there's, do a Fear there's the not, Walking Dead type thing. But there's not like a lore that goes with it. There's not like a backstory to Tim that you came across six miles back behind the road. Like there's not a book. It's it's just a game and who you see is what you see and that's it. There's no detailed lore on any of it. It's just the main story and then once it's done, it's done. And that's kind of what the director was saying is that uh, he didn't see a reason in adding to it. That the games did so well on their own, why would you change anything? Uh, I think but that should... the direction they went by is that the only thing that he wanted to do different than the game was he wanted it to be more violent and more uh, real. Yeah, of course. Which I mean, I mean, because if you're going to bring it to life, you, I mean, that is something you're going to want to kind of <clears throat> draw people in by, especially after you've had things like The Walking Dead, seeing somebody's head get busted in with a barbed wire baseball bat come on like and unfortunately crazy. you have not played the last of us i have not i know i'm i've i'm i'm slacking you know i'm <laughs> i'm in the middle of god of war ragnarok afterwards i you know the world <laughs> is is my the world is a vampire um i mean the world's my playground yeah that's okay uh so um there are Oh, whoa, that was bright. So uh, before we end the news, here's the last bit of news I had. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of news. Um, so we have Sick, which is a movie that premieres on Peacock 
uh, as of it premiered January 13th, so just a couple of days ago. Um, you know, it's about two friends who decide to quarantine at a scheduled lake house during the early months of COVID-19 pandemic. Unfortunately, they're not alone and soon find themselves being stalked by a sinister person. Kevin Williamson is uh, the writer of this, um, which is he's also the writer of the Crystal Lake series coming up. Okay, uh, so maybe watching this can give us an idea. Yeah, it'll it'll fine tune us into what a uh, old boy is able to do, and if I'm gonna even enjoy this series. So he helped write on the sc- the previous screen, also. So there's our idea. Oh no! Mm. He helped. He helped. <laughs> right. We gotta watch the it's, sick movie first. Well, it's it AKA the writer. Um, okay, so sick, and then as of today. Uh, January 17th, um, of course, you know, this will come out later in the week, this episode will, um, but Snow Falls is a movie that is coming out today, um, it doesn't say where it premieres at, so I'm assuming it's going to be in theaters, uh, but it's a, um, featuring Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls, um, let's see... It's a horror film that follows five friends who get snowed in at an isolated cabin over New Year's Eve and slowly start to go mad. It says the weather outside is frightful. That's this tagline. Oh, word. come the fuck. <laughs> well, they're a little bit late on releasing this movie, but I guess it's still winter. We can't really say much. Oh, yeah. Um, another one that's going to come out, uh, it's looking like on digital and demand, uh, January 17th as well, today. So there's something wrong with the children. It's a Blumhouse film. So I'm already, you know, going to look into it. Definitely. Uh, it says two sets of couples go on a weekend trip with their kids, but the fun times don't last after the children disappear into the woods. When the kids are found, one of the adults believes something sinister and supernatural is going on with them. Ooh. Mm. So... And the last, um, the last two bits of news that we've got here for you, ladies and gentlemen, Teen Wolf, the movie, comes out January 26th, of two, uh, 2023, on Paramount+. Plus. So any Teen Wolf fans out there, you're getting the movie. I don't any really Teen feel Wolf like fans I have to say there, much you get about the that. Out of here. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, and then um, this is a movie that hey, we uh, I know um, Chad and myself, huh? We need who? Anyway, I don't know. The wolf fans. Oh, yeah, we need to. We do. I told them to get the fuck out of here, and then I said, no, please stay. We need you. Okay, okay, my bad. Sorry. Um, Chad and myself had brought this up before. Um, Infinity Pool uh, with Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goff. Uh, It comes out January 27th, so just just at the end of this month, um, you know. Mia Goth was the one that was an ex that looked like she had no eyebrows. And in Pearl, the A24 movies here recently. Um, let's see here. It's So this film follows a wealthy couple enjoying a vacation on an island resort. However, after an accident happens outside of the resort grounds that turns their happy world upside down, they must fight for survival. The society's zero-tolerance policy for crime leaves them two options. Be executed or pay an ungodly amount of money mm. to watch yourself die. And that, it sounds like an A24 movie. It didn't say it was, but... <clears throat> sounds like shit. Uh, 
Any more news? That's the Halloween news. <laughs> oh, that's the Halloween news, which leaves us with 287 days until Halloween. We are at the 287 mark, and uh, we're inching closer. Not that much closer, because we still got a fucking summer to go through. But uh, we also have halfway to Halloween to go through, so that's a that's a little a little spark. Uh, but summer is not the only thing that we have to go through that I do not like. There's a number of holidays that I am not a fan of, and number of holidays There's... that are a shit show to celebrate, uh, depending on your circumstances. Studio's falling apart over here. Mm, yeah. Um, but I mean, before summer, though, you know, we also get spring. And for anybody, uh, just to throw us out there, if you like spring, you know what comes? Uh, you know what comes the first of fucking of February? spring? Rain. Lots of fucking rain. Well, if you uh, are of Wicca, like myself, uh, and this is just for a little holiday to get ready to celebrate uh, in bulk, it is um, pretty much to sum it up, uh, it's a pagan holiday where they give thanks as well as to increasing daylight, like so thanks to daylight, spring is coming, things are getting, you know, everything's being reborn again, uh, which comes with a hope of abundant spring. Um, it is a traditional holiday for rededications for uh, witches and also a good time for initiations for new witches. So oh, all wait, my witches wait, wait, wait. out there. Are you already suggesting holidays? We haven't even started yet. You've jumped all the way to fucking spring. We're still in winter. No. I know, that's what I'm saying. I just I can't see you look like the guy from the movie Powder right now. <laughs> it's not technically a scary holiday. I'm just letting everybody, all of the witches out there know we're here for you. So, I want to clarify. Since this episode is called Holidays, and uh, the days being the endless chain of holidays that you constantly have to do you gotta go out to new year's eve parties or you gotta sit inside and kiss or if you don't go out then you're a stick in the mud and then all your friends don't like you oh wait what well, here comes february and what's going on in february oh pink and red hearts and candies and diamonds and flowers and all the other shit that king cole that king cole's coming <laughs> no <laughs> But then it doesn't stop, because then we just move right along to old St. Paddy's Day. What's there to look forward to there? Buying pilsners and fucking getting drunk and waking up with a headache oh. that I don't want. Ah, let's move on to Easter. Rabbits, don't lay fucking eggs, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> There's scary things to this. You're just skipping. Uh, no, I know, I know. I'm moving fast. I'm moving fast just to prove a point that all of these... Or this, it's just over and over and over. It's the same shit. So why not? Especially if you're not religious. If you're religious and you listen to this podcast, one, I commend you. I can't believe that you have. Two, I understand why you would celebrate some holidays. But uh, if you're not religious and you're open to trying new shit, then we've got a bunch of things to replace these upcoming holidays. And this is the perfect time for this episode. If you listen to it between now and... And the 14th of February, then you're doing good because you already know things that you can replace the upcoming holidays with. 
now, I will go out on a limb and say that some of these holidays that I'm going to read off will sound familiar if you've listened to all of our past episodes, because we've touched on a few of them uh, here and there whenever we were trying to talk about how other countries celebrate Halloween. Um, but I, I, I really dug to try to find some ones that were obscure and not uh, ones that we have already covered. So, before I dive any deeper, I want to know, you, my co-host, what are holidays that you would get rid of out of the year? I'm not mm. t- don't tell me what you want to replace it with. I just want to know what are some that you would want to get rid of in a brief why. Well, <clears throat> American holiday-wise... Uh... Part of me wants to say Valentine's Day, but if you do have somebody, it is kind of one of those days. It's just like, ah. But at the same time, even then, it's like, why did we have to choose one specific day to show how much we care for that person? Yeah, you should be doing it, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm on the fence with Valentine's Day. All the time. All the time. (laughs) Now, so I'm on the fence with Valentine's Day, but then you got your days like, um, Arbor Day, um, and you know, I'm all for the planet and trees and things, but we should that's something else we should be doing all the time. Planting trees, come on, with as much pollution and stuff we put in the air. Like, I mean, that's what we should be doing. So get rid of that and just do that every There shouldn't be one day for that. There shouldn't be one Earth Day. We should be celebrating the Earth every day because it's our only damn planet we live on. Um, <laughs> yeah, who, who was the wise? I mean, I get hey, we need to show recognition to the Earth and go do stuff, but do you really think that one fucking day shouldn't it have been like a month? Shouldn't we have gave Earth like March or something like that? Yeah, yeah, like a whole month. May, the whole month of May, just Earth month, like go out and plant shit. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, but no, we only like to dedicate whole months to people, not the actual planet we live on. And don't worry, people, don't, what are you talking about? No, I ain't saying that, people. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if we could dedicate months to a whole groups of people, then we could dedicate one month to the earth we live on. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, Easter is one I would get rid of. Um, not for religious aspects, like he, you know, Justin mentioned, if you're religious, celebrate the religious aspect of Easter. But it's now became a commercialized holiday to where it's strictly about chocolate candies, eggs, and rabbits. There's no religious aspect of it at all, unless you are actually truly a part of that religion. So keep it if you're if that's your religion. But as for everybody else who wants to just take the kids out in the yard, their rabbits shit out an egg. Did he really? Like... No, get rid of Easter. Um, the but can you think of the size of the rabbit that it would take to haul them fucking baskets around? Yeah, <laughs> dude. This is Willy Wonka's golden gooses laying fucking... <laughs> I want a golden goose now! Uh, but no, uh, I can't get rid of St. Patty's Day. The leprechaun, the ex-leprechaun in me just says no. I mean, you're getting rid of a lot. I thought you were just going to give me two, but you're going down a list here. Well, I'm thinking of them all. Like, Well, Earth Day is not Get rid of the 4th of July. Want. I'm, I mean, I have uh, holidays for just about every month on here. 
but I'm, what I was doing, going when I was doing this, I was going more about the ones that get you out of work, the big ones, the ones that. Uh, okay, okay. So get rid of Independence Day. Gone. Um, sorry. There's people. a lot of people that would not like Ooh, that yeah. statement. I, I don't care. There were people here before us. Get the fuck out of here. So get rid of Independence Day. Um, oh, come on. Now. Yeah, come no, on. it's gone. Come it's on, gone. Now, the fireworks scare my animals. It's gone. Um, <laughs> okay, it does do that. Let's see if we can yeah. replace the fireworks at least, because I do like the grilling out and uh, watching the sandlot. It's a summer thing. You don't need Independence Day for that. I like seeing the kids out there with their rolled up jeans and their Chuck Taylors on and their leather gloves out there spitting their chewing tobacco and oh, fun and greaser. Let's. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's a big one that gets you out. What other days get you out of? Um, Thanksgiving, that's one that's kind of on the fence with. It's like, because look what happened after the day after. We kind of tricked them and took their land. So it's like, should we celebrate Thanksgiving? Uh, I, the fat the fat person within me says yes. I guess yes. you are giving me a brief why. I did ask for a why, and I'm getting Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to legit think of reasons. And Christmas... Again, it's a religious aspect, but you know, to some people, Halloween is a religious holiday, and I I have always argued that. And again, people, to anybody that is listening that is, you know, celebrates Christmas specifically for the religious aspect, I'm not hating. But understand, from other religious points, from other religions, Halloween is considered a big religion in other religions. Why can't we have it off if we got Christmas Mm. off? There we go. Well, and New Year's, New Year's too. Yeah, get rid of New Year's just because uh, there's a different New Year around the world. Do we really got to celebrate 16 New Year Chinese New Year? Fucking... Well, everybody, I'm not celebrating the Chinese New Year. <laughs> I mean, all of them, man. Like New uh, Year to me, it's just the time the, to get depressed. This is the year of the rabbit. Yes, yes, the year of the rabbit, 2023. Yeah, 23. Lucky number 23. This time we had a year Jim of the Perry. rabbit was 1999. So. And look what happened then. Everybody got scared. 99 was a good year. Also got scared. Think the end was happening. What? Are you even hearing me? You're just talking about getting scared. The millennium. They were freaked. (laughs) That was 2000. That wasn't 99. (laughs) Okay. You're the rabbit, though. Okay, yes. So, so right off the bat, uh, as this episode is dropping, it is January the 18th. Wednesday, January the 18th. There are no real holidays that are typically celebrated uh, in the U.S. So since we're already halfway through January, I'm giving everybody a little bit of prep time. I'm starting in February with my list here. Um, there are Perfect. some things, honestly, that you could dedicate to January. Like what? I mean, I don't know. You could like it's a full fucking month. Do something with it. It's the most boring month. Like, I mean, it's right after all the holidays. Everybody's depressed. It's snowing. It's cold. It's fucking wet and dreary. Right now, there's hurricanes and floods and shit. Give us something to celebrate. My God. Yeah, we celebrate the snow. Oh, that's that's what they do. Is exactly what I mentioned. We celebrate the new year. That's what you get in January. Yeah. New right. year, new me. Guess what? Two weeks later, you're back to eating chips on the couch, aren't you? Bad? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding you people. Feel I'm bad. Kidding. Me too. I'm right there with you. But no, um, 
No, uh, I, I agree. There's things that we could add to January to spice it up. Um, I'm trying. I was trying to think of other holidays that you get off. I can't. Memorial Day, maybe. We should do uh, that every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm just yeah. going to go by month, and I'm going to give you a date. And honestly, you can just celebrate it. And if you're trying to do a, a holiday a month, then we're good. So let's just jump right in. So February, um, I believe that I found a couple. I've got a list here, and they are not fully in order. So because I was finding all this at separate times. Uh, but February, instead of doing your typical Valentine's Day, and I'm going to butcher this name because this is a Chinese name. <laughs> and I do not know Mandarin. Uh, Ting Che. T-E-N-G-C-H-I-E-H. Chai? Either way, so this is observed on the 15th day of the 7th lunar moon, uh, February, sometimes falls into March, uh, but it is another type of Hungry Ghost Festival. This one, though, different than the other, it too, uh, in the similarities, it too combines Buddhists and folk rituals. Uh, the ghosts in question from the prior Hungry Ghost Festival that you did, uh, when is it, August? Yeah, August mm -hmm. uh, is the normal Hungry Ghost Festival. So all the ghosts, uh, this festival is for the ghosts in question that did not pass over at that point in time. So the ghost in question did not receive a proper send-off, and if you think they did not, then this Hungry Ghost Festival on the 15th of February is the perfect time to do it, to do a proper send-off or a tribute to their families. So the living, typically, when this is celebrated, offer food and drink along with burning paper of written things in their life that they could do without, such as money, like you make it look like fake money, a piece of paper and you burn it, or uh, you draw your house or your car or TVs or whatever and you burn it. So you're helping the other spirit get back across and uh, getting rid of all the material items that hold you down on this terrestrial plane. Now that sounds like my kind of holiday. That's the 15th of February. Oh. It's simple. You can get together and you can have food and stuff, but everybody writes down stuff that they think's holding them down. And your purpose is to try to help your ancestors move on by cleansing your own spirit of what's weighing and, it down. And you know what? That's perfect, ladies and gentlemen, for you that are listening that don't have any plans for Valentine's Day. Instead of being sad on the 14th, look forward to this on the 15th. Mm -hmm. And this is perfect too because if you've still got stuff left over that you wear on valentine's day like red this holiday everybody that celebrates it wears red and they burn incense all around the festival so everybody's constantly got a handful of incense trying to lead the spirits through the streets and back to where they belong yeah i am a, that's a holiday i am down for i like everything about it Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I don't know. Since I don't foresee a Valentine's Day being celebrated on my end this year, I might end up doing this one. I'm not Chinese, but I'm, it, it sounds cleansing of the soul. Oh, yeah. If you will. That's what I'm saying. Count me in. 100%. Because what? 
The arrows aren't penetrating, and Cupid's already grabbed the <laughs> pistol, so I ain't down with it. So, there is another day that uh, suits this podcast well that you could celebrate, and it is also on February the 14th. Care to take a guess? Do you have a guess? Can I guess the region it's from? Like, of the world? The U.S. I was going to guess, but okay. Um, In the U.S., it takes place on the 14th. Oh. Probably some bullshit fucking... Yankee <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm lost. It's always some shitty ass holiday. Just, you know, two yeah, horses. Some bullshit Yankee doodles. Horse play. Playing around. Yeah. One kills the other. Uh, I don't know. Like a, um, I, you I don't seem know. stumped. You seem stumped. Yeah, so, yeah in uh, America, it could be anything. February the 14th is not only Valentine's Day, but it is also Extraterrestrial Culture Day also known as Extraterrestrial Visitor Day. How do you celebrate that, you might ask? Well, you celebrate by going through the evidence of the prior investigations, such as Roswell, and then that night, with a group of people, you stargaze to see if you can contact the extraterrestrials that are in our skies. Must be a good time, like a, a lot of notices, like in the skies, like a lot of reports during this time. Because, well, it's February and it's winter, so like it, as long as it's a clear night sky, you're doing pretty well. You could probably see quite a bit, actually. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I would it say might be um, a good, it might be a good time. So, if you're a stargazer out there, uh, and you don't have a significant other, or you just both of you don't like uh, Valentine's Day. Extraterrestrial Culture Day or uh, ET Visitor Day, that should be the one that you're going to replace everything with. Now, let's see. So, February, what are we moving on? March? Oof. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, anything? I already, I already hear the uh, Irish music. Oh, <laughs> yeah. St. Paddy's Day for March. And I will go ahead and. For as you're pulling that up of what you're going to announce, yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let you know what is scarier than because you've seen the leprechaun, and this is actually in folklore. Like the leprechaun, if he steals his gold, uh, he does what well, he's supposed to create, like make a wish for you. But if you're stealing the leprechaun's gold, and they're little, they're, come on, man, these things are crazy. <laughs> they're, little, they're, they're little creatures, man. They're, hey, come on, man, they're little creatures, man. Big old bird, man. Big old bird, I'm flying across that rainbow. No, but like. I, <laughs> If you watch anything about the leprechaun itself, they made it scary in that sense. So let's just imagine if that's what it looks like. I don't think it is, but it, come on. There's scary aspects to this day. Plus, if you're drunk, you're going to see two of them. So, <laughs> so I've got good news for good old St. Paddy's Day. Uh, it appears that I could not find a holiday to replace oh. St. Paddy's Day. And I even made a note in my research that I should just go ahead and give it a pass because uh, one of the uh, iconic horror movies is The Leprechaun. There you go. So so that holiday is also dealing in two parts of the horror movie. you got the iconic horror killer, uh, The Leprechaun, obviously. And then you've got the second element of a horror movie that you should not do, which is be drunk. 
Yeah. Yeah, you got a point there. So if or, it really did happen, if he came, you're all fucked. So good luck to you this, <laughs> this uh, fucking March. Good luck. So the best thing to do on St. Patty's Day, then, is get you some corned beef and hash at the bar, get a couple of drinks, and go home and watch Leprechaun instead of going out and finding the Leprechaun. There you go. Okay, so that brings us to good old April. Okay, uh, April. Now, hold on. This is one I've been waiting for. I would consider April April Fool's Day. Oh, yeah, I'm going there. Not the uh, biggest holiday in the world, but April Fool's Day. Ladies and gentlemen, use April Fool's Day to your advantage to do some scary pranks on people. This is your time. This is the closest thing, in my opinion, to Halloween to do scary pranks. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll agree. That's something I wasn't thinking about. This is a chance to break out your... uh, Holiday costumes and uh, yeah. your fake blood, your uh, FX makeup and stuff like that. You could you could end up having some fun. I don't know if it's necessarily a holiday. What are you celebrating? Just to just to fuck with people. Some of my best April Fool's pranks involve fake blood. So there you go, people. Yeah. Get out there. Okay, so yeah, that's a, that's a little minor one. I mean... Honestly, you care more about April Fool's Day whenever you're a kid, but why not jump back into it when you're an adult? The whole reason that these holidays are even being suggested, the whole reason that I wanted to do this episode is because life gets dull repeating the same things over and over, and this is a way to spice it up. So even if you're not trying to get rid of some of the major holidays, this is stuff that you could throw in the middle of your month instead of you doing the same Nine to five every stinking day. This is a good way to separate that. So for April, instead of Easter, uh, <laughs> have your farts smelling like eggs. Tell us what we can get. The Spanish Easter. Okay. Now do me a favor. I want a good reaction on this. Give pull up your search. I want you to see an image here. Uh, in, the Spanish Easter. This, no, no, no. I'm gonna tell you a word oh. to top. Uh, C-A-P-I-R-O-T-E. Now, this is the name of a robe that is worn in the Spanish <laughs> Easter no! celebration. No! No! <laughs> Even the symbol on the chest? No! What the hell? <laughs> so, minus the robe, which has a purpose, and it is not the purpose that it looks like, this is how the Spanish Easter is celebrated and is kind of horrifying in a sense. Uh, so I'm going to try to pronounce it that capirote, not to be confused with the freakishly identical robes worn by the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, oh my these God. robes are donned in reenactments of a medieval Holy Week that is celebrated uh, as Spanish Easter. It is the uniform of a Christian brotherhood such as the Nazarenos, and while seeing a horde of people walking down the street in these robes on this day, uh, they'll likely all be drunk, and uh, they'll be going from bar to bar. Uh, So although it does look horrifying, every single one of them are plastered, and they're celebrating by going bar to bar. 
the history behind it is still a little bit creepier, though. This holiday, uh, the Spanish Easter that is celebrated, uh, Spain was uh, wrought by the Inquisition in 1478, and the religious devotion and severe punishment uh, that people thought that they had to go through in order to uh, be a true Christian. Um, you Like how people would whip their backs and stuff. That was Elations. a big thing at this point in time. And those dark times live on in this holiday. This was a holy week that they used to celebrate where they would pray and fast and punish themselves in the name of uh, Christianity. Uh, they would whip themselves raw while parading down the streets of the city. No wonder uh, they get drunk. The costume has a pointy hat because it's a dunce hat because they're making fun of the people uh, that used to publicly humiliate, humiliate themselves for their religion, thinking that it was going to put them in better favor with God. Um, and the mask is supposed to hide your face in shame as well while you're going down the streets. And so, uh, now it's just celebrated with people wearing these costumes and going, getting drunk, uh, from bar to bar. You may find some religious people that will be going down the streets in one of these robes, abusing theirself, but that's far, few and far between now. Now, if you wanted to celebrate it here, I suggest that you don't do the robe. <laughs> you can look it up. But don't do the robe on the Spanish Easter, and uh, you know you can still you can still celebrate. It's basically at this point they're making fun of uh, how people would torture themselves, thinking that it would give them a higher status uh, in their religion. Well, the iron cross in the middle of the chest of the robe doesn't help going with the hat. You know, none well, of this the, the, the cross was a as a Christian symbol back in you know especially yeah big, yeah so uh, well. I've, just go Google this, ladies and gentlemen. Go oh, yeah. It. It, yeah, uh, Google it. It's uh, Spell it out for him again, Jerem. Mm, well, you tell me to, and I've done exit it off. Cause I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I will spell it out for you. Here we go. It is C-A... Oh, no. C-A-P-I-R-O-T-E. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Somebody has us. Well... So you could celebrate that instead of Easter. It's a religious thing. Uh, you could also go with Jeremy's uh, April Fool's. April Fool's. Mm -hmm. Or you could wait. Save her out. You could skip all of these holidays, do nothing religious, do no pranks, and wait until the very end of April where this next holiday comes in and reigns supreme. Because April 30th to the 1st is... Halfway to Halloween. And that is going to be, ladies and gentlemen, this year we will make sure the official H365 holiday. Yeah, we, so there's not, I don't even need to tell, if anybody's listening to this podcast, you're obviously obsessed with Halloween horror and everything that is creepy, spooky, goes bump in the night, which is just the podcast in general. So I don't have to tell you how to celebrate halfway to Halloween. But you obviously won't be doing the trick-or-treating, but that doesn't change anything. You could uh, have a get-together where you're watching scary movies and everybody brings over a Halloween treat that they made that looks like uh, fingers in a bowl or eyeballs or, you know what I'm talking about. And you could do uh, 
There are some people that even open up temporary haunted houses for those few days, like in their garage and stuff like that, just to have people come through. Um, there are <laughs> professional haunted houses that open on halfway to Halloween. Now you've got TV networks celebrating it as well, where they'll uh, have Halloween movies playing that entire week of the 30th oh, yeah. until through the beginning. So I think Freeform's uh, one of them. Um, yeah, Freeform does, surprisingly. And as a matter of fact, Disney Plus and Hulu, uh, they oh, do yeah. things for it as well. So halfway to Halloween should be your dominant holiday in uh, April to replace Easter. I mean, you can wait, and if not, then do some uh, April Fool's pranks. Then you've got a holiday on the 1st and on the 30th. Bam, bam. You're hitting them. Hit them both, you know, and get a little bit creative if you want to. Grab the goat, <laughs> sac sacrifice, use the blood. And stay away from Whatever that Spanish Easter robe. Don't wear that Spanish <laughs> Easter robe. For God's sakes, don't yes. wear the Spanish no. Easter robe. Um no. So moving right along, May. Now, what's special about May? Can you think of anything good that happens in May? Mother's Day. Oh, God. Now, do you want to be with your mother on Mother's Day? Or do you well, want to just I'll... drop something off and get away from the bloodsucker and get into <laughs> another bloodsucker? Because on May 26th is World Dracula Day. Oh, yeah. There we go. Your mothers you know are what, not people... blood suckers, by the way. I'm just you know, I'm trying to make that tie in there. And if we are, then we're sorry we related to you. If your mother's uh, a blood sucker, then I am sorry. If it's a mother-in-law that's a blood sucker, then I'm even more sorry for you. Um, but yeah, Jeremy, World Dracula Day. It's going to be the 26th, and we have to celebrate it. We mentioned this on a prior episode. Uh, as a matter of fact, we did a World Dracula Day episode. We didn't truly celebrate it. We just talked about it. Yeah, it looks like it was a, established as far as uh, 1897, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. which is the publication date of Bram Stoker's Dracula. So, of exactly. course, it, it literally is World Dracula Day. And if you are curious how to celebrate it, well, some of you are a little bit more... Uh, gifted with your ge uh, geographic location that you're able to go to vampire bars that are probably in a local city near you. But if you are not, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not near anything that's cool like that, then I've got a couple of ways that you could cel celebrate World Dracula Day instead of worrying about Mother's Day in the middle of May or instead of celebrating nothing because that's just boring as hell. So just pick World Dracula Day on May 26th and start celebrating... Like this, you can uh, dress up as Dracula and have a complete vampire party if you want to. If you really want to get real daring, you could dress up as a vampire and just wander around your town and do your normal errands. Throw an accent on, too. Please, somebody uh, do that. Please. Do you have a coupon? Yes, it's a buy one, get the one. <laughs> So do that you and have send a membership, us a video. Can you tell us your phone number for your membership? It's one eight eight eight. I could count all day. Ah, ah. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Six, uh, six months. But yeah, uh, the Dracula theme party seems really fun to me. Um, dressed up as vampires, playing vampire movies, uh, you know, the cheesy songs where it's talking about taking you down and holding you and doing all the things you told her in the midnight hour. You can do all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. um, now, if you wanted to get a little bit more into it, the people that claim to be real vampires or energy vampires have their own ways of going about and celebrating it, which 
probably is kind of just like a get together, but with blood. So if you're interested in that, there's a lot of that out there. Either way, and you, if you're trying to keep your uh, holidays spooky, or if you just don't celebrate shit in May, World Dracula Day's perfect. It's something to get your mind out of the boring everyday nine to five, ladies and gentlemen. Now, well, yeah, and to our Romanian listeners, um, I just want to throw this out there real quick. We know that they they celebrate it in a different sense as far as Vlad Third, which is Dracula, um, enroaching Ottoman Turks from the east, you know, mm. defending his people. So. For you Romanian listeners, we know you're celebrating Dracula Day, and we're right there with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, probably a little bit different, but hey, we're there. Uh, so now we've made it to June. Now, what is special about June besides the fact that summer starts, right? Only other thing I can think of is Father's Day. Father's Day. Son of a bitch. Yeah, see? Now, I guess everybody on this podcast just found out how good of a fucking son <laughs> I am. I didn't know which month Father's Day and Mother's Day was in. Well, the cat's oh. out the bag. Uh, I don't know what how Mother's Day you could watch um, Friday the 13th and Psycho Father's Day I don't know well really not all much. these have to be spooky I'm just trying to help the people out with their with their life and since we specialize in holidays I felt like that there was no other podcast to do this list um, so June not a lot's happening and there's not a lot for you to celebrate I guess you could do your Father's Day thing but you could also do World UFO Day which happens go. on June 24th, but it is also celebrated on July the 2nd, so I don't know how that works. But uh, World UFO Day, yeah, I don't know, it's in, eh, two sides of the same UFO, who knows. Uh, but yeah, World UFO Day, uh, Day is a, an awareness for people to gather together. Their goal is to get everyone across the U.S. to go outside on World UFO Day and gaze at the stars. That way, there is very little chance that we will miss anything. Could you imagine if we had everybody in the U.S. going out and looking at the stars all at once? How many people would come back and say that they saw UFOs? Well, New York and L.A. are kind of fucked, but... <laughs> yeah, I guess... Maybe that would get people out of the cities, make them travel into the the forests and things like that. A lot of people yeah. celebrate World UFO Day by going to festivals. Roswell has a festival and into parade, as a matter of fact. Um, other crash sites have their own festivals and shops that are uh, going on. There are uh, parties and raves. Um, there are some people that like to uh, go and try to contact them with lights and lasers out near... Uh, U.S. air bases. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a few different ways. But as the most common thing with any other holiday, you could get down and uh, have a get-together with friends where you are dressed up as aliens. A good suggestion by one of the Reddit users that I found was that everybody chooses their own race of alien, make it up in your head, and come dressed as how you think that they would be and have a party. Hmm. Uh, the part of me that wants to, that already knows about the species and makes me want well, to I mean, you could dress up as one I of them. I know George Lucas. I don't want to make my own species. Well, you could dress up as one of them fucking blue lizards that you, everybody likes watching on at the movie theater. Dude, Moving on from June. Out of this. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what? June, there is uh, something else that pops up in June. Ghostbusters Day, which is on the Ooh. 8th. So we know who we're going to call in June. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also the summer solstice that happens in June, and that's on mm-hmm. the 21st. And Jeremy already knows how to celebrate the summer solstice, but for everybody else out there that is not uh, into any pagan or Wiccan celebrations, you can get be a part of it without thinking that you you know you're doing witchy stuff. Uh, a lot of people celebrate the summer solstice across the world in these ways. Uh, they plan scavenger hunts so that you can go out and enjoy the woods and nature and forest. So make sure that your scavenger hunt is in the forests or in the trees amongst the fields so that people are able to get out and enjoy the sunlight. Um, The purpose of this being done was to uh, get prepared for the upcoming hardy growth of the crops that you are going to sow. They loved the sunlight whenever it came out at that point in time. So I guess the summer oh, yeah. solstice was a big deal. But yeah, you could do a scavenger hunt nowadays. You could also eat outside, plan picnics or a dinner or a brunch, something like that, outside and tune into nature. Um, and the biggest lot. part really is to just kind of bask as much sunlight as you can that day also, yeah, people. That's yeah. what I was going to say. This, a lot of people yeah. like to greet the sun in two different forms. They like to stand and let the sun... That stand and absorb the sunlight, I guess, letting it hit their body uh, early in the morning and in the afternoon when it's setting on that day. A lot of people celebrate it that way, just trying to absorb all of the sunlight. Um, you can stay up late and stargaze to observe the first full night solstice summer sky. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> make sure to involve water in any rituals that you do if you are doing pagan or Wiccan things, because water is key. Uh, for this specific summer solstice festival that they used to celebrate. The pagan people in Europe would light bonfires and dance all night on Midsummer's Eve, accompanied by rituals led by druids, customs including bonfire jumping with the highest jump believed to predict the height of the year's crops. Yes. So the highest jump would tell everybody how high their crops were going to get that year. And if they were over there on the side of the bonfire smoking the chiba, they're telling everybody else how, how the how, 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 how the crops. See, yeah, it got me too. Uh-huh. Solstice, baby. It's also the longest day of the year, people. So it's the best mm-hmm. day to wake up as early as you can and just celebrate for as long as you yeah. can. Yeah, this is honestly another day just to be in nature and enjoy the upcoming uh, warm months because. Uh, I'm not a fan, as I've stated, but a lot of people seem to enjoy it. And whenever you enjoy it, things seem to go by faster. So uh, enjoy every second of it. And the summer solstice is the best way to get prepared if you're a summer person. Uh, So it's a good thing to celebrate in the middle of June uh, to replace uh, Father's Day. (laughs) Or just to make your June a little (laughs) bit more exciting. Um, So we have to step this up just a tick or two. July. Now, Jeremy said 4th of July. Now, you're going to be very upset to learn that I only had one thing that I could find to replace the 4th of July that made sense for the podcast, uh, and that was Moon Day. I'm not upset at all. My first word, ladies and gentlemen, Moon Day. Let's do this. Uh, Some people say to do a lot of stargazing. A lot of people say the best way to enjoy Moon Day and to celebrate it would be to have a bonfire on the beach so that you could be closest to the thing that the moon controls the most, the tides. Oh, we got to plan a trip. <laughs> yeah, Moon Day, happening. which is July the 20th. So, so literally skip... the day before the solstice. No, June so. 
is the solstice. Oh, June. Okay, my yeah. bad. July. My bad. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so you would skip all over the 4th. I mean, all right, you, I guess you could do your barbecue. Uh, but you could also do Moon Day on July 20th. Now, August. We Here's August. Dipping into it. There's not really anything that you can really celebrate. What the fuck do you got going on? School's back? It's the hottest day in the... Well, that that's only for around here. It's school's back everywhere JC else. JCPenney's got a sale because the back-to-school shit's coming. It is Walmart's the hardest month of the year, process. so a lot of people like to celebrate it by swimming. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I've got a suggestion Virgo for season. you. Sorry. 1st of August is my suggestion, where you would be celebrating Luganasa. <laughs> oh, that, oh, yes, yes, that is a, that is one of the Sabbaths, pagan mm-hmm. weekend Yes, sir, it is. It marks the beginning of autumn and fall. It is the beginning of the harvest season and celebrates the decline of summer into winter. So you're celebrating the ending of summer as it's coming to a close. And August 1st is the best day to do that because this whole month is going to be where you're sliding into fall. So if your August is boring and you're still doing some summer things, that's fine. Add on to the fun by doing this Luganas. <laughs> it's pronounced Lugnasa. Lugnasa. Okay, cool. Yes. Thank you. So Lugnasa, uh, the old Celtic pagan festival that lasted an entire month with August 1st as its midpoint, but it is currently most often celebrated starting on the 1st. Um, during the festival, people would meet and trade goods such as corn, cattle, and various goods. So this is you bringing in all the stuff, not everything. The stuff that you've grown so far and the stuff that you were proud of, and you're trading it in. Uh, well, it is, um, now. I don't expect you to go down the middle of fucking New York in 2023 with a cattle to go trade somebody. <laughs> I don't. Well, something that they could look forward to really is it's also the midpoint between summer and autumn equinox. So you're at that halfway point to getting to... You know, leaving summer equinox and yeah, yeah. approaching fall. Which is so. what's another thing that's good about this. Have you? Has anybody out there ever sat down and been like, damn, I wish there was a second Thanksgiving? Well, you know there what? You this is the perfect time to do the second Thanksgiving because they did do a lot of stuff when they celebrated this holiday. But their main thing was them bringing their goods not only to trade, but to show off and have everybody eat it so that they could be like, yeah, that's right. You like the taste of yeah. that, didn't you? So they would have a There's huge more to come feast. at the end of the harvest. Yeah. <laughs> you like that, didn't you? It has a bite <laughs> at the end, huh? <laughs> a little tart, huh? Uh, but something that I did see about this festival uh, that is celebrated, once again, August 1st, uh, they also did matchmaking stuff. They were involved in matchmaking. There was a custom of trial marriages during this festival for just the festival. And as I said, this festival, what's the name again, Jerem? Lunasa. Lugnasta. Lugnasa. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, during this entire festival, which lasted for a month, you could do trial matchmaking where you would be married for the month. A young couple would hold their hand through a wooden door while a ceremony took place to unite them for the month. And if at the end of the month it was not as you had planned or thought that it would be, you could easily end it with no repercussions. Mm-hmm. So, hey, eat like Thanksgiving. Do a, like a month test run on a marriage. Get an annulment. We're jumping into September, baby. We're rolling. We're getting closer to Halloween. <laughs> Ooh. 
Pendant, I don't know if you've got what I've got for September, but I do have one. I actually don't have anything for September, so whatever you have would be fantastic. All right, then. So um, it is, and I'm trying to make sure I get the correct, uh, correct pronunciation first, but it is another pagan holiday, also uh, part of one of the uh, eight Wiccan Sabbaths, or Sabbaths, shit, Sabbath. Aussie's here. Uh, no, um, which is Autumn Equinox, but it's also um, Mabon. And again, I'm trying to make sure these are ancient words, people. But it sounds, it looks like I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's M-A-B-O-N. Um, it is, like I said, a pagan holiday, one of the eight Sabbaths of Wicca, uh, which is celebrated on, mm. oh, I've almost lost it. Um, it, it sounds like we're so, just trying to just do a big pitch for pagan religions. We're not, by the way. No, ladies. But, I mean, come on. It's 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 autumn equinox, so let's just put it that way, which is September 21st. You know, it's the first day of fall. Um, so, in 2023, it will be Thursday, September 21st, and it is celebrated until Friday, September 29th. Mm. Um, yeah, so pretty much uh, well, I mean, the northern hemisphere goes into harvest season you know this is the time that you harvest your crops this is you know you're getting everything ready uh, for the harvest um they call this festival Oktoberfest uh back in the day um it's the last week of september so pretty much it gives you a full week another week to celebrate what is to come so yeah and you can always dive into different ways that you can celebrate these holidays because most of these are old and they're still being celebrated and just because you're not in that country doesn't mean that you can't go ahead and try to do it your own way uh, especially for people that are uh, younger and starting families and new traditions and you're wanting to start your own traditions this is the perfect way uh, show kids something new broaden their horizons open their minds a little uh, with that being yes. said one last thing on that real quick. Um, sorry. Uh, so this is also the second harvest, last harvest being in October. So it, it once again is another feasting holiday. There you go, people. Yeah, so just get fat and happy and eat bread and... Celebrate fall. <laughs> uh, I have nothing to change for Halloween because there's it's perfect. So we just leave yeah. it at that. There's nothing else to celebrate. Uh, you know what to celebrate in October. Now, November is a little bit of a different story. Now, I did learn about Haiti uh, celebrating a holiday called Fed Gede, G-E-D-E. Okay. Uh, for devotees of the voodoo religion, this is your holiday. November 1st marks the festival of the ancestors. Uh, rituals involve making candles, drinking rum infused with chili peppers, and performing pilgrimages to cemeteries where you can do all of these steps in the cemetery to pay respects to the dead, especially the main cemetery in Port-au-Prince, uh, sorry, Port-au-Prince, and the resting place of Baron Samedi, considered to be the head of all spirits and the king of voodoo, which is in New Orleans. So, yeah, if you want to uh, get your uh, rum infused with chili peppers and go to a cemetery and uh, burn You'll some candles, celebrate the spirits, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, them doing their own uh, Day, of the Day of the Dead festival. Uh, it's kind of sort of what I yeah. took from it, the voodoo. That's what, it's, that's what it sounds like, you know. I mean, uh, I mean, 
because a lot of people they'll try to look at the voodoo culture in a bad light but no this is a chance for you to get to experience the side that they see that is the enlightenment of it all you know because you know the movies have given it a bad name this yeah. is their day of the dead you know <laughs> yeah uh another holiday that, that you could celebrate celebrate in thanks <laughs> in november and take away thanksgiving because this one's going to be the one to replace it it's Foschtnacht. okay sounds german yes german don't you remember from fallout 76 oh. the holiday Foschtnacht. yeah 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 okay Jesus. I can't remember what much it was about. But. Um. Oh shit. Okay, there's my page. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, fosh not. Yeah, I cannot find it. I fosh not find it. Uh, <laughs> this is where it's basically carnival. It is our. Uh, it's Germany's version of uh, Mardi Gras. Or uh, the Carnival Festival, where you take to the streets and you dress up in costumes. And most of the masks that they wear are wooden masks uh, that are used to scare off spirits. Uh, and the masks are creepy. Jeremy, if you remember the masks from Fallout 76, the real ones look just like that. Um, okay. And well, that, it is still celebrated, celebrated to now. this day. The reason it was celebrated was marking the period before Lent started. Uh, it's also referred to as carnival season in Germany. Uh, it is a time of parades, elaborate costumes, masked balls, street parties that culminates on Shrove Tuesday. Fash they call it foshing. Uh, foshing. Let's go foshing. <laughs> can be traced back to pagan times. It's oh my god, we stole everything from the fucking face. It started as an event to drive out the winter and the ghosts of darkness for a couple of more weeks. So they would wear these masks to try to push back the evil winter spirits that were creeping up. Uh, try to drive them back into the darkness for a little bit. And they had begun to lose their powers. Uh, as on Foshnot, you would light many torches to resemble the sun to try to push the spirits back and fool them into thinking that there's more sunlight than what there should be. Um, rituals in these areas also include processions where people generate lots of noise and have a masquerade with horrifying face masks and scare people as they open their doors. They would knock and scare <laughs> and scream and run down the streets in drunken glee and glory to the next door. <laughs> If, it, if the police wouldn't get called in this day and age, I would be doing this. So, you know, I'm thinking, fuck Thanksgiving. I think we just, and you know what's <laughs> really good about if you decide to do the Uh is everybody's going to be at their family's houses, all gather around the table, and you're going to bring the <laughs> fucking doorbell with the mask on. <laughs> 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 Show their drumstick from their hand and just run. <laughs> yeah, steal something off the table and take off running. <laughs> oh God, ladies and gentlemen, jump into the fosh nodding. Okay, we are really, really stretched for time, so I've got to speed up my Christmas suggestions here. Now, the Krampus one was a dead giveaway. Everybody knows about that. We've talked about it, but there's also yeah. a couple of more, like Mary Lude. Uh, if you've ever said I like Christmas carolers, but they're not insulting enough or they're boring and they don't have any animal skulls hanging from their clothes, well, then Mary Lude is the holiday for you that is still celebrated to this day in Wales, 
rooted in ancient tradition of wassailing, the merry lewd is like a really intense traveling rap battle, except without rap. Uh, think Christmas carolers, except whenever you a group of people get dressed up, and you're drunk while doing this, they get dressed up, and they have a deer or horse skull hanging from a stick. And as you knock on people's doors, you shove that in their face, and you scream <laughs> insults at them. Something that you thought about hey, them master. for years. <laughs> you fucking whore! And then you take a... <laughs> it's like festive, it's mixed with Halloween. <laughs> Fuck you for firing me! And then you take a... <laughs> a lot of complaints about you! Yeah. Um, so yeah, they travel door to door with the horse's skull on a stick and they insult people in their homes back and forth. People also that celebrate this will insult you back if they're celebrating. If not, they're just going to shut the door in your face or try to fight you. But if they're celebrating it, they'll insult you back. And if uh, they insult you back, then that means that you can come in and share dinner with them and move on to the next house after you're done with dinner. And who said the Welsh weren't fun people? That, yeah, that like sounds it. like a good holiday. I'm, I'm down with it. Uh, and so fuck Christmas, we're doing Mary Lou, baby. No presents. We're just gonna. It's like Festivus in a way. And fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Got a people. <laughs> Feed me. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So just the other the one that I found is a holiday celebrated in Austria. It's called Frau Perchta. Um, okay. and there is a hag motif for uh, Frau Perchta. Um, is Frau Perchna is a Christmas legend hailing from Austria. So it's still a Christ, Christ, ugh, Christmas holiday. So, if you're, But if you're wanting to uh, take the religious aspect and the Santa Claus aspect out, here's what you can replace it with. Uh, a Christmas legend hailing from Austria. Uh, and it kind of does this cool thing where there's this lady named Frau Perchna and where she basically goes around in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and I mean at Christmas Eve and Christmas night and she searches for naughty children sleeping in their beds and if they have been naughty she will disembowel them. Nothing's mentioned of presents. You'll be disemboweled in your bed and then she will take your corpse and fill it full of rocks and straw and stuff you and set you on the couch like you're waiting for your parents to awaken for the next morning. Uh, she's frequently pictured uh, with one enormous club foot and two or more faces. And people celebrate this by dressing up as this lady and going down the street, scaring little children as other people chase behind them, throwing out candy to try to encourage them to not piss off Frau Perchna. Because cold just wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> you evil little bastards, you better listen. You're going to get disemboweled, you're going to get <laughs> stuffed, and filled with fucking rocks. How about a little fire, Scarecrow? Yeah, yeah that's you. Oh God. <laughs> well, that's all I have for the holidays and stuff for everybody to celebrate. I hope that it was helpful. I hope that I give you some ideas of some stuff that you can try to uh, spice up your year with. 2023 is going to be a good year, and if you think different, then you need to start uh, believing that it's going to be a good one because that's what we're driving home here on the podcast this year because I can feel it in my bones and you should too. So why not trust our instincts here on the H365 podcast and pick one of these holidays to celebrate and make your life a little bit more interesting. Uh, with that being said, 
Do you, sir, have anything to take us out on? Uh, as far as taking us out on anything at all, you know, there's a lot of good horror movies that are coming out this year. This mm-hmm. is the year for horror, ladies and gentlemen. Look forward to it. Um, you know, there's just so much from The Exorcist to The Evil Dead Rise to Salem's Lot to a new Strangers movie. That's all I can really take you out on. And also, like I said, in bulk, February mm. 1st, let's celebrate the upcoming of spring. Okay. I mean, you have no excuse. You know all the holidays that are coming up now, ladies and gentlemen. So, I'm Justin. That was Jeremy. This was the H365 Podcast. Stay tuned next week for our newest episode. And uh, watch out for uh, Frau Perchna. You don't want to be stuck with rocks and straw. Stay spooky. Woo! Thank you.